Hi everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Hanging with Harry. Uh, I know we've been on a little bit of a hiatus here. Uh, I'm really sorry for that. Things got crazy the last couple of weeks. I've had family birthdays and a ton of stuff going on. But anyway, today's guest, uh, we have a special one. It's Lisa Redman, who is a, reg a registered nurse here in California. She's also the mother of one of my best friends. Uh, she's great, and I'm so excited to talk with her. I really want to talk about all things that are going on with COVID-19 and see if, you know, she can kind of help us separate fact from fiction with everything we're hearing about the virus. And um, I also just wanted to talk to her about what it's like being a nurse during this crazy time. Uh, so without further ado, hi, Lisa. Thanks for joining us. Hi, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. So can you just kind of give everyone a little background on exactly what your job entails on a daily basis? I know you're not specifically working with, um, you know, people that have coronavirus, but, you know, just talk a little bit about what you do at your job. Um, I'm a labor and delivery nurse, and um, we do now test every patient that is admitted. Um, we do the nasal swab um, on every mom that mm -hmm. comes in, and if they are, we get results in about maybe a half a day, and if they are positive, then we do put them in like a separate section mm -hmm. on our floor, mm -hmm. um, That's and, and also if they're positive, you know, we have one nurse basically that takes care of her, and we have to um, wear our, it's called PPE, it's called uh, personal protective equipment, mm -hmm. and that basically is an N95, and then we have to cover that with a regular mask, we have to have our hair covered, um, we have to wear, of course, gloves, goggles, any kind of face protection, and also a gown every time mm -hmm. we go in. And we're also um, doing that for every um, delivery that we entitle, whether it be a normal natural delivery or a cesarean section. Mm -hmm. We have to wear that with every delivery. Um, and also, when we go into the hospital, first thing in the morning is we all get, um, and it's for anybody, there's no visitors, only the dad. Um, and on other floors, there's absolutely no visitors, only except for near-death um, patients. Mm -hmm. They're allowed to have family. But other than that, there's absolutely no visitors, um, just one support person for a new mom that's coming in. And in the hospital, everybody gets tested in the morning. Um, we have to use, of course, hand sanitizer. Yeah. And we have to also, they take our temperature. Mm -hmm. And if it's above 100, um, we have to go home. Mm. and self-quarantine um, but and then everybody is wearing masks at all time yeah can never take them off regular masks yeah so, so since you're dealing with labor what has it been like for these moms because I, I would imagine it's a very stressful time to be delivering a baby so what is it what is their mindset and have you noticed a way they've been trying to stay positive or anything you've been telling them to kind of you know take some of the stress away maybe of having a baby right now yeah, in the beginning, it was really hard because, um, you know, we weren't wearing masks and people didn't understand. Everybody was very, very scared. They're still, you know, of course, nervous now. But it seems like people are really like now getting a little bit more comfortable coming in because they are told ahead of time, you know, what to expect you know they're not having visitors one person mm -hmm. their dad their support person does not we ask that they do not leave the hospital mm -hmm. um, we don't want them in and out in and out but we can't stop them if they really have to go out um, the hospital is taking care of the dads or support person um, with meals they are feeding them. And so it seems that they've gotten a lot more um, accepting of it compared to when we first started. I've noticed that in the last month. Mm -hmm. I know you're not giving out tests to just anyone who has symptoms of coronavirus, but I know that you are so you also are 
uh, doing a lot of the te tests. So do yes. you know anything in terms of like access to tests right now? I know that's not really your field, but I, I heard at the beginning that there was, you know, people were having a lot of trouble accessing those tests who needed one. Do you know if that has improved at all or are you not yes. really sure? Yes, it has improved tremendously. Okay. Okay, that's even, even for the public, there's a lot more um, like drive-by uh, clinics out mm -hmm. there and it's a lot more accessible than it was in the beginning, than in say in March. Okay, it's, that's really it's good. Out there, and it's a lot faster. The results are a lot faster now. That's good. So I know you said that everyone is wearing masks. So what are your what's your stance right now in terms of not just people in the hospital, but people in general wearing masks? Where do you stand on it? Should people be wearing masks anytime they're outside? How important is it to wear a mask? What are your thoughts on that? I believe, yeah, to, in order to stop this and to lower the curve, um, we all must obey by the rules, yeah. <laughs> washing our hands and then wearing masks. I know some cities are more lenient, but there's other cities. Um, in my city, I live in Eagle Rock and everybody is wearing a mask, mm -hmm. even children all everywhere, all the time, walking, running. It's very, it's good. Um, and the reason why, I mean, it is true that, there, you know, we've had a lot in our hospital, we have had a lot of positive, you know, COVID patients. Uh-huh. Uh, of course, our, our hospital is very um, transparent and they're letting people know how many we have on a daily basis. Uh -huh. I know other hospitals were not, um, it, you know, putting that information out there, but our hospital from the beginning was. And, you know, it's, you know, you know, it's more, you know, hand washing, coughs. And the whole thing is of wearing masks and somebody can cough and they, you know, the droplet, it is a droplet and they just don't know how long it lasts in the air. So right. you can sneeze or cough and then in a few minutes walk by that cough and sneeze and it spreads and you just don't know. Right. So you're also, you're protecting other people, but wearing a mask is also protecting yourself because right. you just don't know where those droplets are in the air. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so... Have you seen any cases of coronavirus at your job? And maybe even if not, like, do you have any like stories about someone that might have had the virus that you've encountered or that has been related to you at all during this time? Yes. <laughs> um, in the hospital, you know, we had we did have a patient that was positive and she was asymptomatic. And that's another thing. You know, you can be positive and be asymptomatic. You can be negative one day and in day, a day or two, you can be positive. So that's another reason why wearing masks, washing your hands is so important right? because you just don't know. But um, yeah, personally, I have had, um, my husband is also a home health nurse uh -huh. and he was exposed to somebody before the mask wearing um, that she had, he took care of her in a couple days, within like five days, um, they told him that she had passed away. And I don't oh know if it was gosh. from COVID. I don't know if it was from COVID or any, uh, you know, other medical problems. No, but, but they did test her after she passed away and she was positive. Wow. Um, so he had to come home and self quarantine um, for 15 days. And he also the next day went to a clinic, which was very easy. We found it in Glendale. It was super easy. And he had to get tested. You know, he didn't have a cough. He had a little cough and a little fever was kind of creeping. Oh, no. So they wanted, so they wanted to test him. And luckily, he was negative. That's good. So, That's yeah. good. I'm sure and then that was family, yeah, another family member at work was exposed to somebody and both of them got tested and they were negative. So uh, that's so good. I, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that was a very stressful time for you. Very stressful. Yeah. Very. Wow. Wow. Uh, okay. So how has 
going to work been different for you since this all started? Because I'm sure it's it's there's a lot of things that have changed. So what's it like for you now? Is it still something that you get the same amount of enjoyment out of? Is it something that you're you go and you're just stressed every day? Like what's it like for you? Well, uh, now it's much better. In the very beginning, we were all very stressed before, um, you know, we were wearing masks. Some people want, didn't want to come to work. We said, can we please just wear masks? You know, are we going to get in trouble? And it was just so confusing in the beginning and very stressful. Mm-hmm. But um, now it's a lot, I mean, it's a lot better. It, you know, we wear our masks. We take lo- as many precautions as we have to. And it's not I don't have a hard time going to work now. I yeah. feel very yeah. supported by my hospital and that's and my whole department and my coworkers and we're all very supportive of each other. And it's and it's everybody's following the rules to the T. That's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think are some of other than, you know, the obvious, you know, wash your hands, wear a mask, what what are some of the best ways to stay safe during this that are things you've heard that you think are very important and true of things people should be doing right now to make sure that they stay healthy? Yeah, I think, you know, um, a lot of people are going out there to grocery stores, of course, you have to, but try to stay home, you know, if you can. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can, of course, there's, you know, try to order your food online or even mm-hmm. grocery stores, try not to go to those stores. Yeah. But even the stores that I've heard, I haven't gone out to any stores since March, but yeah. I've heard that they're taking extreme precaution too with, yeah. you know, you can't go without a mask. You can't go, they hand sanitize your hands. So things like that. Yeah. But, you know, that's, I think it's really good. It's yeah. much better. I, I think that's a good point. I, I find mm-hmm. it so interesting because you have these people, you know, literally going to protest to say like, we want to go back to work. And what's so mm-hmm. ironic about it is they're, they're delaying the chances of going back to work even longer by doing that because then they're just congregating and spread and people are spreading the virus. And then it's just, it's pushing us back to actually getting to move forward. So I think, yes. as you said, you know, just like avoid going out as much as possible, even, you know, the smallest things like going to see your friend and going to their house. It's like, you don't know who those people have been in contact with and there's just no way to know. So I think the more people stay at home, the earlier this will be able to start to, un, you know, go get back to normalcy a little bit. Exactly. I totally agree. Yeah. It needs to come down because if, if all of a sudden they stop everything and it goes back up, things could get worse. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and people believe that it's not real. That's a lot of people I've heard, you know, like, oh, I don't think it's real. Everybody's over exaggerating. No, it is real. There's yeah. a lot of COVID positive patients in the hospital. Yeah. That's what we're seeing them, you know. Yeah. And listen to Lisa, guys, because Lisa knows. <laughs> uh, we got a professional here. Um, okay, so my next question is, there's been so many things getting put out in the news about things you should do, things you shouldn't do, things to look out for, symptoms. Have you heard any type of, I, I hate to use a Trump term here, but like fake news, like have you heard any reports about it that have kind of frustrated you because you know firsthand that it isn't true or is there any misinformation that you've heard spread around at all or not really not really we, you know we get updated by the cdc in our hospital so i kind of know you know things that are you know going on but i personally i just have not listened to the news a lot because it's it's very stressful yeah. so i try not to listen to it it just seems like it's things were changing every day um i just 
yeah, you just like, oh, you know, some people are against it, some people are for it, which everybody is entitled to their own opinion. Yeah. But, you know, it is, yeah, you hear so many different things. So do you think that pretty much anything that gets put out there by the CDC is the kind of the best thing to go on? Like we can kind of trust what they're putting out there? Yes, the, the CDC, I would definitely go by what the CDC says. Okay. So, uh, obviously in California, we, we've kind of been in a standstill the last couple months. I, I know California as a whole is kind of, they have these phases that they're trying to roll out in, in the next month or two in terms of opening up California. But then again, we know LA County is saying that it could be until August till people are allowed to, you know, leave the house. So, uh, what would you like to see? What do you think is is a good timeline here, specifically for California in the coming months? Like, how do you see this playing out? Well, I see that, you know, uh, since following the CDC, I think that if they start seeing the numbers dropping drastically, you know, down the curve, uh, you know, what that's what they need to see. Then after that, I think it would be okay, mm-hmm. you know, but not until we see that. And they, they haven't been seeing that. They just want people are like, oh, we just got to open up the world again, you know. Yeah. But you can't. You have to make sure what the CDC is reporting, what hospitals are reporting. If the cases are going up, absolutely not. You know, if they're not going lower, then no. But if they do start seeing a drastic drop, then yes. You know, the flu, it's the flu season, you know. Yeah. Do you think that... uh, once we are cleared to kind of start opening things back up, there is that chance that when people start to go back to work, the numbers could increase again and therefore possibly push us back into where we are right now. I've thought of that. Yes, it could happen. But, you know, I also think that with all this, you know, that we've been going through, I think it's taught a lot of everybody, this world on how to stay cleaner, you know, sneezers, no sneezing to your hand, things like that being safe and just, you know, spreading. I mean, I think people were very lax, very lazadaisical of washing their hands, you know, and sneezing into their elbow. And I think it's teaching, you know, even young kids, that's, you have to be clean. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are doing that more disinfection, you know, they're wiping things down. Yeah. Have you, do you think that, I, I guess it's kind of hard to say as a country how we've been doing, but do you think specifically Californians, are treating this uh, in a more respectable way now as opposed to a couple months ago when this started? Do you think we're kind of heading in the right direction or do you think we're kind of not really making progress? Like, how do you think we've been doing so far? I think I think a lot of people are doing a lot better. Um, they're just, just even driving, you know, you could just see everybody doing what they're supposed to do. Yeah. You know, like less traffic, you see everybody where, I mean... Everywhere I drive, you know, you see everybody wear a mask. It's like the normal now. Yeah. So I think that's great. I have to ask you a specific question because it's it just it just came into my mind, honestly. But, you know, I you are testing these mothers before they go into labor uh, to see if they have coronavirus. So my question is, if they do, how does that change things? How do you approach that situation? If they do have the coronavirus, what they do, we in our hospital, they kind of get two rooms. One is kind of, we used to have visitors, they would have a visitor room. It's kind of like right next door to each other. Right. So now that they're positive, they are asked, 
they, we can't mandate it. We ask that they have at least, um, they can be separated from their baby um, if they want completely, or they can, what we usually have is the support person in the next room completely take care of the baby. And then just when it's time to feed, then bring the baby to mom next door to feed the baby. But wow. it's their choice. Mm-hmm. Has, has, has that situation occurred? Yes, it has. It has, and mm-hmm. and have things been okay with that? Like, ha- has everything been safe, and the baby ha- has been healthy in that yes. situation? Mm-hmm. That's good. That's really good. Yeah, very much so. That's good. Um, okay, so I have another question. So uh, here at Hanging with Harry, we try to like keep it positive. So I know this is kind of you know a gloomy subject, but. I guess, has any good come out of this whole situation for you specifically as an individual? Like, is there any good you can take away from the last couple months? I know it's, it's been hard and it's been a big change, but have you taken anything good away from it? Yeah, you know, I always you know, keep telling myself this too will pass. We're going to be normal again someday. Yeah. And I think that nurses are appreciated more. Yes, for sure. <laughs> Healthcare workers, you yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I mean, yeah, you guys are the real heroes in this situation. No, you really are because you're going out there every day and putting your life on the line. Yeah, it's too bad that this had to happen to make the, everybody feel like, you know, it, that's that true. We're, we're the heroes. That's we true. We never were before until COVID, but now I think people are really, really seeing how, you know, we're there. We have to go to work. We're not staying home. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. But it's, you guys, yeah, you guys always are the heroes. And and <laughs> I think specifically mothers more than anyone are the most appreciative because they know, yeah. they know how much work you guys put in and I'm sure they appreciate it more than anything. Yeah, it's great. We're, we've had such great patients and they're really, really understanding and it's been absolutely fantastic. That's great. Um, okay, so there's this little segment I do at the end of each sh- show called Putting in a Good Word where I just kind of share some good news to spread the good vibes. So the good news this week is that an experimental vaccine triggered an immune response and no significantly adverse health problems in eight human beings. Um There is one coronavirus vaccine that has already been tested in humans, um, and at this early stage, it appears to be both safe and effective. Uh, The biotech firm Moderna um, announced that this week, and in its trial, the first eight participants to receive two doses of the vaccine developed neutralizing antibodies uh, similar to those found in recovered COVID-19 patients. So that's really good news. Obviously in the very preliminary stages of that vaccine, but potential good news there. And it seems like at the very least, they have something to work with at least. Yes. So that's yep. good news. Um, I think that's about it. Uh, Lisa, before you go, do you have any any last words you want to leave with the listeners about a- any any advice or any tips on how to get by right now? Any last thing you want to say? No, just... You know, do what you're supposed to do. Keep listening to the CDC (laughs) and be nice to everybody. Yes. No, that's such an underrated thing right now is, you know, people really need to spread the love more than ever before. Definitely. We're all going through this together and it's not going to be permanent. Just remember to keep focus on that, you know everything's going to be good again. <laughs> and uh, Yeah. And I think we all kind of share that bond of this being yeah. a struggle for all of us. So that's kind yeah, of yeah. something that we're all going through together. So I think we can at least find some common ground with that. 
Yep. <laughs> um, all right. Thank you so much, Lisa. I really appreciate it. Um, and thank you for just being who you are and doing what you do because we really are appreciative, not just now, but all the time. You really are a hero and, uh, and you do some great work. So we really appreciate that. Thank you very much. And uh, thank you very much, everybody. And thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we will ba be back with another episode soon. Uh, until then, hang in there, everyone. And that's it. That's all I got.